To our first podcast of 2017. That's right. I'm Sev. And I'm Mare. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. In this year, everything is going to be easier for you. All the groundwork that you've laid is now going to unfold into abundance and riches and love and whatever you want. Yes. That's actually oh, true. That was a nice wish. Yeah. yeah okay, I liked that wish. Yeah. Uh, That's so what the new moon said. We were celebrating um, last Thursday, the, the first new moon, mm-hmm. full moon of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, after doing a bit of research, found that, you know, this year is going to be easier for all of us. So, oh, is that right? Even yeah. with Trump. Yes. So going to be easier. Okay. So we have a lot of things to talk about. We're going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about the energy of the United States. We're going to talk about Deepak Chopra and Conan O'Brien. We're going to talk about uh, Hawaii because I just came back from spending five weeks in Hawaii. The energy there and what it felt like to come back. And we're just going to talk about the energy of the new year. So Meredith just watched the Deepak Chopra Conan O'Brien video and where Deepak Chopra is explaining that Donald Trump lives out of his first chakra and how that manifests. Mm. What did you think of that? Well, he was saying that he lives out of his first chakra, which is his sacral root chakra. And, you know, I thought it was very insightful and very... Something I've never thought about that, that we can live through these different chakras um or that what it would be like if someone just lived through their root chakra um I often live through my heart chakra so I do a lot of heart opening um workshops and in classes so it was interesting to hear what it meant for someone to just solely live from their root chakra which he was saying how he just doesn't really have a clue and how that manifests is to be egotistical, mm-hmm. to be highly sexually charged, mm. uh, to be very competitive, uh, to pay a lot of attention to your ego, uh, and to uh, lose your temper very quickly, and to not have a lot of patience with other people, and how everything is a tit for tat. You did that to me, I'm going to do this to you, and I'm going to do it worse. So the, that's how you can tell someone is living through their first chakra. I also think it's interesting, in my opinion, the United States is living in its first chakra too. Uh, The United States has worries about its safety, has worries about enough money, has worries about feeling safe, and we've elected a man who's living through his first chakras too. So don't you find that interesting? Yes, Mm -hmm. very reflective mirroring our current reality. Mm -hmm. Well... Yeah. Um. And so when we come across people like the like this, it's hard to change them because so much work has to be done within them to live through another chakra, to live through their heart chakra, or whatever chakra it is that they're living through. 
and and also I just want to say we all don't live just through one chakra. We're all different. Some mm -hmm. of us live through various different points. Some of us live primarily through one point. Some of us are just way out there, and we're too too we're living too much through our sixth and seventh chakras. We're not grounded. Mm -hmm. Um. So everyone's different, and there's a variety. Uh, what was I saying? That everyone is different, living through different various chakras. and. Mm -hmm. Oh, so when we come across someone like that, uh, the best bet is not to try and change them and to get continually angry with them and to try and change them and to try and talk logic to them doesn't work. That's, that's uh, something that's been happening. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're... I'm really interested to see what happens because no one really knows what's going to happen, obviously. Mm -hmm. But that's a good idea, notion, that we can't change those types of people. And really, I mean, we can't really change anyone, right? We can only change right. ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, but it'll be interesting to see if he does the work himself now that he's leading this country. Um, yeah, remains to be seen. So, <laughs> Meredith and I are are taping this from Capitol Hill. We live on Capitol Hill, and the inauguration is two days from now, and it's right up the street. We can walk up to all the festivities. I'm gonna go check it out. I did not vote for him, but uh, to me, this is an, an incredible historical uh, experience. I'm gonna walk up there just to see what it's like. If I feel uncomfortable, I'm gonna come right back home. Same thing with the Women's March on Saturday. I'm not really feeling it, but I'm going to walk up there just to see what it's like. And if I don't like it, I'm just going to walk back home. Do you know where the Women's March is, on a side note, do you know where the Women's March is going to be going to and from? No, I looked at a map of something about it the other day, but I didn't retain it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of information on Facebook, but... Is it a march? Is it a protest? What is it? I don't know. But I'll go, like, take a look. Yeah. Right? I mean, I feel like it's our duty, especially as women, <laughs> you know? We gotta, we gotta, especially being in the city, you know? There's so yeah, much. Yeah, I gotta go. We're right here. And my yeah, mother is worried about me going to the inauguration. She's very worried that violence is going to break out and that something bad is going to happen to me and my sister. My sister's coming in town for it. And, of course, that's a legitimate fear. Mm-hmm. But we don't let fear hold us back, do no. we? No. Mm -mm. So, the energy of the new year. Has everyone, anyone felt this? I've felt it. The new year energy. I don't know if it's... Um, I, I felt it very different than I felt it last year, the energy of this new year. It was just the first week of January was pretty intense for me. I had to like kind of take a step back and go to Virginia chill out with my parents for a little while in the country because um, I guess, you know, everyone gets so excited with their goals and their New Year's resolutions and for people that are, you know, always kind of living this way, it, it was becoming a little overwhelming, the, this very intense energy. Um, and of course, I think there's also this energy of a new president coming in and there's worry, there's fear, there's doubt, um, and then, of course, mixed in with excitement and new beginnings and all of those things that are out there in the atmosphere in D.C. I don't know if everyone else is feeling it 
nationally or globally, but... Um, so I do think Trump has done some very important things in that the women would not be marching if Hillary Clinton won, in my opinion. Also, uh, we are seeing the things that we hate about our society manifested through that man. It's all in our faces now. What are we going to do about it? Yeah, I agree that he's done some great things for altering how we are moving forward. It's it's almost like the patriarchal society is crumbling to make way for this feminine energy to rise. And I feel that happening. I feel as a woman, it's very empowering. It is different. Mm-hmm. I really do feel the difference. Women are coming women. up mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. and coming out and just... You know, we're really... And that's a surprise for many people that we still have work to do. The society has work to do to accept us. There's some people who don't understand that. Mm. All the, the, uh, the sexual shit that we go through at work or in our offices or walking down the street. Right. Yeah, so I, I feel this movement happening with women... Um, kind of taking a stand to say this is not how we want our world to take shape. And it's this energy of union, people coming together to really say, take a stand. You know, some people were saying how they were going to leave D.C. and leave the country and all of this stuff. But what I'm really feeling is kind of, not kind of, is the opposite where women especially are taking a stand, you know, there's tons of people coming in on this weekend to march and to show the rest of the world that this is who we are and this is what we want and there's a shift happening. So he is an important part of mm-hmm. this shift. He so is. it's almost we asked for it. Yeah, we, we asked it. for if it. If we wanted a cleansing, I think we picked the perfect president to cleanse. Yeah, this If it's, we wanted a change, we picked the right one. Everything happens after the Big Bang. This is the Big Bang. Oh. Yeah, it's like... That's a good way to The Big Bang is happening right now, and after this, it's just going to be unlimited expansion. Yes, let's hope so. Let's hope so. I believe there's, you've got to stay positive, got to look at the good things and know that nothing lasts forever, including this presidency. Right. Even Mm -hmm. though Trump says he's going to be here for eight years. Well, Well, (laughs) let's see what he actually does. So Um, after spending five weeks in Hawaii, I was specifically on the island of Kauai. Uh, Kauai? Kauai. Oh. Or Kauai. Okay, I've heard. Kauai, like Kauai and Maui. Oh, okay. I always thought it was Kauai. Yeah, that's usually how it's said. Oh, okay. Uh, Which is the oldest island, and it's uh, gorgeous. It's called, I think, the Paradise Island or the Garden Island. So the energy there is very different from the energy here. And so when I came back, it felt like a a shock. Not only is the Mid-Atlantic area just this giant cluster F of energy, but I came back to freezing temperatures. So it was like a double shock. And it took me at least a week to acclimate. 
And it also made me realize that, you know, your state of mind is so reliant on where you are. It did not feel like Christmas when I was in Hawaii. I was completely separated from all the hullabaloo, la 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 all the advertising, all the everything, everything, everything that goes on here. I was separated from it. And it felt so good. And the day of Christmas didn't even feel like the day of Christmas. Uh, if you caught her nice video of her and Patrick doing oh. <laughs> the ukulele, well, not doing the ukulele. Playing the ukulele playing. and the 12-string guitar. That's the verb I wanted to use. It was so cute. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And another thing, this is different for everybody. So I feel like I'm home when I'm in Hawaii. And so what does that mean? So when I'm there, I'm much more calm. I'm really, really happy. Uh, my desire to drink or do anything else is really diminished. Uh, I eat probably a third of what I would eat here. My body changes. As you notice, my skin changes. Everything changes. And it's very, it suits me. And to leave that and come back into this energy, which I am meant to be here. I, am, I love it here. I have work to do here, but I'm not going to be here for very long. Because once I, I felt what it feels like to be in an energy that just makes you so happy... And then coming into an energy where you're happy, but there's a lot of stress here and you can feel it. And there's a go, 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 go. So the happiness is mixed with a lot of, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, I got to do that. It's not very relaxing. Uh, and at this point in my life, I need both of those. I need both. So I'm going to treat Hawaii like a place to rejuvenate and then come back here and do my work and then go and rejuvenate and come back here and do my work. Uh, I don't know if everyone listening can uh, really identify with what I say. If you've ever been to a place where you said, oh my God, this is my home, it's a wonderful feeling. If you haven't felt it, I urge you to travel. Where have you felt it? Well, I felt it in Sydney, Australia. Mm. I first went there uh, when I was 20. And I went back there when I was 22 and lived there until I was basically 26. Not basically, until I was 26. <laughs> and, um, and that was my home. That was where I felt that energy. And I think it's probably very similar to Hawaii's energy. Probably Sydney is a little bit more mixed with uh, the hustle and bustle, but compared to DC, not, mm -hmm. not so. The way mm -hmm. that they treat their work-life balance, the time off that they have, the money that they make um, is super, super great. Like, they, they, I mean, the minimum wage there is $14 an hour. Uh, you know, you can make $30 an hour working at a pub. Uh, so it's definitely a different lifestyle where I felt, oh, yeah, this is home, this is home. However, after getting my graduate degree, it was just, I realized, you know, they're so isolated, they're so far away, um, and I was ready to go, and I've been back since, and I still love it, I still, it is my second home, I, the only tattoo I have on my body is of the world, and it has Australia on it. And I have never seen that tattoo, and maybe I never will. What? Of course you will. Why? Where is it? 
It's right here on my thigh. Oh. Like, just okay. right there. <laughs> bathing suit attire is when you'll oh, see it. Okay. Um, so when I'm in Hawaii wearing a bathing suit, you will see it. Mm-hmm. But my point is that um, I changed and I decided I'm ready to go back to Virginia, to D.C. to live. And then once I came back, I, I almost took me almost a year to acclimate back. I was reverse culture shock is a very real thing. Yeah. So I was having a hard time going from living at one of the coolest spots that I've ever lived in Newtown, which is in Sydney, Australia. And um in an apartment that was awesome with a huge balcony and lots of lots of lots of social endeavors to get into. I was you know, working at the largest magazine publishing company and all my friends were editors. And so a lot of parties, a lot of, um, really awesome things that you wouldn't normally be able to get into here. And, um, and then once I came home, I took me a while to transition. I even went traveling again, solo in Guatemala, Nicaragua, Panama, Colombia, and then eventually came back to DC. And now I'm here and I have created a really great life where I I do love it here. This is where I'm going to be. This yeah. is where I want to be. Virginia is where I want to be too. Um, I live in the heart of DC, literally in the mm-hmm. with love house, um, which is just a house full of love. So I really, um, enjoy at this time in my life, the go, 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 because that's how I'm building. And this is DC is the epicenter to the world. I can have access to, all different cultures, all different people, all different networks that really have expanded my business in a way that living in some other city in the U.S. would not do and certainly living in Australia wouldn't do. Yes, that's what I realized too, is that I was not going to expand my career on an island in the middle of the Pacific. (laughs) No. I'm not quite ready to disappear. Right. Uh Right. So... I think it's important to notice these energetic shifts in both the environment that you're in and some people work better, you know, in tropical environments. And I lived in Florida before I was living in Sydney. So to come back to DC to the cold was, was uh, pretty unbearable. Um, Yeah. So but some people love the cold. But some people love the cold. And you just get used to it. Like being adaptable and malleable is really the key mm-hmm. to success in anything. And and finding that happiness within. I mean, because you can people can be unhappy in any environment. And mm-hmm. that is within you, not external. Yeah, that's why it's important to always be open to moving. Mm-hmm. And just because you're born and raised somewhere doesn't mean you're stuck there. Right. And that just because your parents brought you here doesn't mean you're meant to be here. Right. Mm-hmm. So to really pay attention to your heart and your body, if you hate winter and you just wish that you could just hibernate, well, you really don't belong here. So hope, maybe you might want to look for a job somewhere else or go to school somewhere else or seek friendships in another state and try and get yourself out of here. It's really important that you like the environment that you're in and that you're comfortable and you don't want to hibernate or you don't want to get away from it all the time. Right, right. And, uh, you know, creating a business, especially something you can do online and from anywhere is key. Little plug for our entrepreneurial uh, course that we're running. We just did a Facebook live chat about it. 
Um, we're starting that next Saturday, so it's four weeks, and we're helping entrepreneurs carve their way to success. And it's an online course, mm -hmm. and it's a combination of live videos and recorded videos, and you get a manual, art of business manual, and we're going to investigate your mind because your business is at the mercy of your mind. We're going to investigate your mind, pinpoint uh, some thoughts that you're having that you may not even be aware of that are preventing you from letting that successful person out of you. Uh, and we're also going to be talking about branding and collaborating and marketing and social media. It's a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's our experiences because we have about 20 years worth of entre entrepreneurial experience between us. Uh, and so we're going to talk about where we went wrong, the thoughts that we were having that inhibited us, and how we changed those thoughts, and where we went right and what worked. Yeah, and we're excited to offer this for the first time, but one of many. So definitely check it out on our on either windownwithyoga.com or planetsev.com where you mm -hmm. can learn more. And we're also doing a live chat next week about it on mm -hmm. Wednesday the 25th from 12.30 to 1. Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good course. I wish it was around when I first started. Yes. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Now we get to give it to other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. All right. What else, Meredith? What else? So we have here this, um, we were just talking about the spiritual awakening that's happening. Yeah. Especially with the election coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some people, well, a lot of people think we're moving backwards um, politically and... Yes, that could be true, but I don't know if anyone listened to Obama's speech where when, you know, he gave when president elect Trump was elected, he said, you know, not everything is a constant moving forward. Sometimes we move forward, sometimes we move back, sometimes we move to the side. So, this is just a continual thing that happens in democracy. Uh but what I am, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, hearing and seeing and really feeling on an energetic level that there's this burst of spiritual awakening happening, not only here, but globally. Uh, there's more healers, I think, popping up. And I'm, I'm not sure if it's just because I'm in this realm, but I really do believe that there's this health and wellness really of the fabric is being quilted and it's going to blanket the whole world after this, it's I think. Nice metaphor. Yeah, I <laughs> thought of it on the spot as I was looking at you. I was like, where am I going with this sentence? Here, here it is. We're quilting a blanket that we are going to cover the nation and soon the whole world because it takes this big bang, this combustion before mm -hmm. anything changes. Just like when you're clearing out your closet, it's not going to be clean right away. You're going to throw stuff around. Your room is going to get dirty and all of that stuff when you're organizing. So it's kind of like what's happening now. We're cleaning house. Also, 
I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Similar to when we do deep introspective work and in order to purge something really deep, uh, we have to feel it again. It has to, to rise again. We have to recognize it again and then release it. And as we're releasing it, it's a very uncomfortable feeling because once again, we have to feel the betrayal or we have to feel the hurt or we have to feel the anger. But then we tell ourselves, this is the last time I'm feeling this, but I have to feel it in order to recognize it and in order to release it. So that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. We're recognizing a lot of things about our system and about our country we don't like. Mm -hmm. And we've had enough. Enough is enough. <laughs> Thank you for that. I like Angelic to chime. Yeah, I like to put in some musical talents. Of Thank mine you, Miranda. Into the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting. This weekend is a huge uh, shift that's going to happen. I remain positive. I yes. stay out of the media. You know, some people, including oh. my parents, will watch CNN. All day long. All day long. And they just repeat the same stuff. And yeah. having, you know, after I did my master's in international communications, I, <clears throat> one of my courses, my subjects, uh, I had to analyze two media outlets that were very different from each other. I chose... CNN and Al Jazeera. And that's when I really realized just, well, how crap CNN is. Mm -hmm. um, and they are just super targeted towards American audiences versus mm -hmm. global audiences. Mm -hmm. They're talking about, you know, government-related stuff instead of Al Jazeera, which is ground, on-the-ground um, stories. Or even the BBC. The way they, yeah, the BBC is kind of is similar to CNN. Uh, no, no, it's not. Oh well, it's no, it closer. Issues. Yeah, but still, it's. I mean, I like Al Jazeera, but anyways, mm -hmm. any new news outlet is going to have an agenda. They're going to frame their stories in a way that meets what they're trying to accomplish. Most media companies are owned um, and owned by men and most men are you know white men in these roles so they're very living out of their first chakras uh, yes mm -hmm. so it's very um hard to get a diverse view so if you're watching cnn 24 7 then you are going to get wrapped up in you're screwed <laughs> you're screwed <laughs> yeah you're going to get wrapped up into this horrific you know, everything's tragic mindset. Um, but yeah, nothing is right. Yeah. You know, there's still a lot of right things about this country. There are a lot of things that are really nice and wonderful and work. And a lot of things aren't being reported on because mm -hmm. good, good stories don't sell. And I mean like mm -hmm. happy, feel good stories. It's, it's the shockers, the, um, mm -hmm. talking about, Mass murders, and of course... Fear. Just fear. And that's why I believe that as a nation, we're living in our first chakra. Because that's what we like. And we prove that with the TV shows and the movies and the books. It's all fear, 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 fear. Violence. You can imagine. When I lived in Australia and Germany, I the TV channels are not like they are here. Mm -hmm. uh, they do not show the violence that we show... 
they will show probably more, especially in Europe, more naked yeah. people. Boobies, but for some for some reason, well, not I know historically why, but as a country, we're very prude, yeah. and we choose violence over naked people, seeing naked people, which, you know... <laughs> it's better to see someone, like, that zombie thing that everyone loves. My boyfriend loves that zombie show. Uh, what is it called? Walking Dead? Yeah, what I've earth? never gotten into that. All my friends, a lot of friends are into that, and yeah. I just have never gotten into it. I don't, I don't really I don't, get it. I don't get it either, but I'm not mocking anyone. You know, I'm not making fun of anyone who likes it. I'm just telling you I don't get it. <laughs> I've actually, will be fair enough, I've never watched a full episode. I so. have. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's just the same scene over and over again. Someone taking a big, um, sharp object and then, like, <laughs> Stabbing. cramming it into some zombie's head. Again and again and again and again and again. Mm. I know. I know. The day <laughs> that show goes away, that will be a sign that something positive is happening within our society because that show well it'll just be replaced with another show like it uh or hopefully not maybe another show that's more beautiful yeah people aren't interested in is there any show on television that has to do with um beauty and angels and there's been a couple remember the michael landon no you're too young Michael Landon had a show where he was an angel that he came to Earth and did nice things. I remember Seventh Heaven. There was Seventh Heaven and there was Dawson's Creek and... Were those good? I mean... Those were just like little soap operas for teenagers, weren't they? Yeah, I guess. Oh, but did they have a positive message? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I guess Seventh Heaven more so, I guess, than Dawson's Creek. Is there anything like that? I wasn't really now? a big watcher of that. But I just remember like TGI Friday, those wholesome shows, Family Matters, Full House, oh, Cosby Show. Boy Meets World, right. Cosby Show. Um, what do we have now? We're, uh, now we watch Netflix and we've got, now I will not diss <laughs> um, Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking Bad, yeah, is good, but it's also very violent. Um, no, I was going to say Orange is the New Black. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. Okay. I binge watched that. But it's also, I mean, it's about our prison system, so it kind of like mocks that a little bit. Okay. Too. I mean, I'll it's not specifically you. about our prison system. It's about women in prison and what they do, what they get involved with. Okay, why is that good? Uh, well, it's a women's prison. Is it it's, funny? It's funny. It's funny. It's not very violent. I mean, there is... Oh, okay. There has been a Some couple stabbing. of murders in there. So the but... show I'm really in, and you know this, Meredith, I'll tell our listeners, that Conan O'Brien is producing a show about alien abductees, and it's a comedy, and it's funny, and it's quirky, and it's called People of Earth, and I really like it. It's unusual. It I makes watched... you think... I watched it once with you. I think I need to start from the beginning. Yeah, you need to watch a few. Mm -hmm. Because it's Conan O'Brien kind of humor. So it makes you think. Right. It's not like, what do they call it? Slap? Slap humor? Slapstick humor? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like that. Like it's not the people stooges. falling down and being funny. Right. It's like smart humor. And oh, maybe that's why I didn't think... get it. <laughs> <laughs> it also makes you think 
about who else is out there and are we being watched and are some of us communicating with aliens? You know, what is going on? What is going on? I believe, um, well, to me, the answer to all of those questions is yes. I think we are being watched. I think we do communicate with aliens because uh, they exist in other dimensions, not just in a dimension where we can see them with our eyes. And I think there's stuff going on between this planet and other planets that we don't know about. I do believe that. I believe that as well. Oh, good. I mean, there's, there's an unlimited amount of possibilities out there. We're not just the only galaxy in this universe. That's us thinking through our first chakra, thinking we're the only ones. Yeah. Right? But it's almost... It's so crazy to wrap your mind around stuff like that. You know, I was talking with um, our mutual friend Shantae just last night yeah. about the theory of how everything is happening at the same time. Yeah. All lies. And and it's not like, okay, we we can sort of wrap our minds around that. For a second. For a second. And then it's just like, <laughs> no, uh, like, bloop, bloop. Our brain starts. Because uh-huh. it goes beyond anything that is really comprehensible to the mm-hmm. human mind unless you're on it, unless you are cuz i've heard from you know adding substances like acid or um ayahuasca to the thinking process of that without it i mean that like helps you kind of expand your mind yes. apparently mm-hmm. um and think about stuff like that but otherwise it's just like really like almost too much to mm-hmm. to comprehend, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah, it's we're not, not the really only relevant. Like we don't have to comprehend it to find personal peace. No, no. Um, but There's a lot of things we don't have to comprehend or believe in. We don't have to believe in past lives to find personal peace. We don't even have to believe in a god to find personal peace. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's all comes within. Yeah, you can be a complete a- a- not an alien but atheist and. Be at peace. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe atheists are more at peace than... I know some atheists. Some they won't even entertain a conversation about past lives. I started talking about my past life experience with your friend Randy. It was completely transformative. Uh-huh. And I feel 20 pounds lighter energetically. Uh-huh. Uh, and I started talking about it. He wouldn't even... He just left the room. I was like, wow. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> That malleable mind is really important. Yeah. This person is really, no judgment, but really rigid in his own um, thoughts. And, you know, that's reflected in his work and how he lives. So that's just It is reflected in your life, absolutely. You know? The more flexible you are in your thinking, the more success you're going to have in your personal life and in your career. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, everyone has their own way of thinking and believing. Yeah, and so. everyone's necessary and everyone's important and the people who are stuck in their first chakra are just as important as the people who are stuck in their seventh chakra. So no one is more important or better than the other. Right. So if you have this hate, this feeling of just anger for what's happening right now, that's what's going to happen in two days, just try to reframe those emotions into there is a... Everything is happening as it should. Mm-hmm. There's a reason this mm-hmm. is going down. And mm-hmm. uh, we will come out of this 
I am sure, in a positive way, and humans will start to really understand their connection to the earth, and we're going to... this And is, to each other. And to, the, to each other, yeah, we're all connected to everything, and um, this is the age of the tribes, so there's going to be more of a tribal connection and community. It's interesting because, you know, Trump wants to get rid of certain groups of people, but uh, the, the nation as a whole is saying, no, we like these certain groups of people. We're all people, and the, the, even though we might have different skin color or come from different countries, you know, let's embrace them, let's love one another. So he's bringing that up too, just mm -hmm. like what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason for all this. Uh, we might not see it yet. We might not know exactly what, what it is, but I am here as my soul's purpose to help lift people's energetic vibration. And to do this, we are staying positive and we are going to heal ourselves and help heal the people around us to really accept and move forward in and a positive direction. And if so, we don't like what's going on, then we need to collectively come together and help change that situation. And let's also, yes, I agree with all of that. Let's also start looking at all the things that are right. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a, a session with a client the other day and it was uh, mentioned that um, someone that she knows that's very close to her likes to look at everything that's wrong. That's wrong. That's not right. It shouldn't be like that. That's, that's not going to work. And so it was suggested in the reading that, okay, we can't change this, that person, but how about you start focusing on what's right in this world? Not to be so, to stop all the criticism and the analyzation that leads you down to these paths where you feel hopeless. It's your choice what you want to look at. Do you want to look at the tulip or do you want to look at Trump? Now, we're not saying hide your head in the sand, but we are saying it is very important. What are you focusing on every day? What's wrong in the world or what's right in the world? And depending on what you focus on, you're going to create your reality. A lot of us are unconsciously creating our realities. Right, and we don't realize how thoughts really mm -hmm. create everything mm -hmm. around us. So you can say, I hate Trump. He scares the hell out of me. This sucks. But then again, look at these wonderful tulips. Look at my children are happy. happy. I really like my career. I'm so happy with this man that I married. There's so many things that are right in your life. Mm -hmm. And so look at them. So many things that are right in the world. And Americans are very helpful people. Americans are very um, giving. Yes. You just look at when there's some kind of trauma that goes on. And all of a sudden, people are giving money, and they're going out of their way to help you, and they're donating things. They're not always donating the right things. I remember when uh, the tsunami happened in... I was in Australia at the time, and the U.S. Uh, some groups sent teddy bears to uh, India, and they had like a whole shipment of bears, and they were just like, what the hell are we supposed to do with these oh, freaking teddy bears, when Americans are like, oh, like, here, let me, like, give you some toys and teddy bears, and we're like, we need food, yeah, we need forget. shelter, we don't need freaking teddy bears, yeah. but 
you know, but we have the right, most of the time, the, the heart's the heart, in the right the heart's place. The in the right we place. might not, know how inability to... to identify with someone else and what they need. Yeah. That's not easy. Mm-hmm. Especially for Americans, since we have everything. Most, not all of us, but. Everything's here. Right. Everything's yeah. accessible. Um, all right. We well, talked about a lot. Yeah. The energy of the new year, the energy of Hawaii and D.C., Deepak Chopra and, and uh, Trump mm-hmm. living through your first chakra. and Yeah, so don't live through your first chakra, people. So stop concentrating on what's wrong. Right. And lift your awareness up and start living through another chakra, like your heart chakra mm-hmm. or your third eye. Be a part of the spiritual awakening. Be a part of the solution. Be a part of the solution. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to hang around a negative Nancy. I know. And if you're always true. complaining and worried about what's going to happen, people are going to not mm-hmm. want to be around you. So. Or the same kind of people are going to be around you, and that is like depressive. Yeah. So really, happiness is within... We all are in our environments. We have the ability to change our environments at any time. If you decide that where you are is no longer working for you, try a new place. Surround yourself with new people. Right. But remember that we all have the ability to be happy within. And Um, you're not stuck. And you're not stuck. And if you feel stuck, come join our course. (laughs) We'll get you unstuck. The art of business. Because that can be... Translated into all that we do. The art of life. The art of life. Maybe that's the course that we'll offer. The, the art, art of life. life. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. We, um, just a little side note. I showed Sev this, I saw on Instagram, the art of donuts. <laughs> and if, um, you know, we're charging 180 for a four-week course, which is amazing price. I mean, divided by four weeks, actually five weeks, it's less than $40 a week. Yeah. Um, but there's this just one little course for the art of one donuts. Day, one, one, one day, a hundred dollars to learn the art of donuts. How to make donuts. Yeah. In DC? Uh, yeah, in Eastern From Market. Chef. Yeah. So, um. So you can take that course. Take that course and learn the art of donuts. <laughs> and or. Make something and eat it. Or take our course. And learn a little bit more about yourself, entrepreneurship, life, all that stuff. So Yeah, what makes you tick and what's messing you up? There's so many choices in this world to, um, to take part in. And mm-hmm. so there's so many options. Never feel stuck. And if you do, reach out to us. Yeah, we'll help you. Yeah. We'll move you along. Yeah. All right, everybody. Okay. Well, we don't have a man this week, and we are going to swap out our um, podcast. We're not going to have men anymore, are we? Well, I think we'll have, a, you know, maybe one or two, but not every week. Yeah, every or, week was too much. It was yeah. hard to find a man for every week. Yeah, and we're actually um, going to be posting every month now on our podcast. Right? Posting? We're going to be creating a new podcast every month. Versus every week. Or doing every other week. Sev doesn't remember anything we talk about, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it was her idea. Well, I don't remember (laughs) doing a podcast every week. We were doing a podcast every week, yeah. Every week? Most most times we had a podcast almost every week. 
Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, not in December we didn't. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, anyways, check out our new schedule of events. Yeah, we both updated our website, so there's a, a lot of interesting stuff on there. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, until next month. Have a good January. Until next time, we'll see you, and we'll talk to you in February. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. This is Sev. And this is Mare. And we're Naturally Human, helping you connect with your power. Mm-hmm.